Welcome to the BYOK Live, where we discuss the trending stories, strangest dilemmas, and real life topics. Okay now, lovelies, let's get into some things. Hello, 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 and this is Nita from BYOK, which stands for Be Your Own Kind, or whatever you want to be. This is a Tuesday, so I'm being my own kind this Tuesday, and I'm so excited to come live and to start back my um, my theme for the month, which is love. I don't know if you can see the earrings. Cute, aren't they? Yes, love is my favorite subject, like favorite subject. Even as a kid, I've been enamored by the subject of love. God is love, and I, and I feel his love like all the time because there's no greater love than that however he has made us loving human beings and compassionate and caring um despite of what people may think about the world okay let's cut this phone off despite of what people may think about the world there is some loving and caring people out there and it's more good than bad out there you know um so i just want to say that okay i got distracted but anyway welcome it is february 7th to 2023 we are in our second month in the year i feel like january just went just went by so so slow slow and it seemed like every tuesday <laughs> i had something to do like the last couple of tuesdays so it's really hard picking a set day for live i'm almost like as long as i go live once a week we can get it <laughs> so that's kind of where i'm at um but i'm happy to be here today and uh yeah let's let's get into some things now speaking of positive things in the world this next segment is called sunshine because it's i know it's cool talking about like the foolery and and all the stuff and the deep stuff but i also like to shed a, a bit of positivity so let's get into our couple of sunshine stories that we have for today First of all, that is my song, especially at the end. But I, I thought it wouldn't have been as peaceful if she was like, such a beautiful day. That's my part. I feel like Jill Scott killed that. Anyway, okay. <laughs> so this was a quote that I saw on an I Am Go Queen. Get into it, Go Queen magazine. Um, she, re she reposted this from uh, Charlemagne the God. And it says, I know everyone's talking about getting a bag as a response to everything these days. But get some rest. Get some love, get some hugs, some enlightenment, some good intentions, some purpose, some romanticism, some integrity, some trust, some genuine connections, some happiness, some silence, some comfort, and most of all, some peace. I resonated with this, like totally, totally resonated with this. Life is not all about chasing a bag of money. Life is not all about chasing notoriety. It is also about having some of those things in life because you can get all the money, you can get all the notoriety, but if you don't have peace, rest, um, genuine connections, what does all of that matter? We see all the time people that um, have those, have wealth, you know, the, the, the money, 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 wealth, because wealth comes in different forms, right? But they're still not happy. They still don't have peace. You know, so what, what profit of a man 
to gain the world and lose the soul, basically. And so I love this because that's what I'm on. I'm on some enlightenment. I love to get some hugs. You know, I, I love to have some romance and and I love to build my integrity and to build my trust with others and just trust with myself as well. You know, peace is priceless. Peace is priceless. Nothing you can go in the store and buy. So I thought that this was a really good um, post to share. All right, let's get into our next one. This one touched me because it was a story um, floating around about Flavor Flav um, talking about his $2,400 um, habit a day for six, six straight years on crack. And he was just sharing like how he overcame that. So I thought this was a real positive story. So let's get into it. Maintained myself very well. You know what I'm saying? While I was on that shit, you feel me? And not only that, but I kind of kept it hidden, too, mm. you know what I'm saying? So a lot of people, you know, didn't really know they were trying to figure it out. Yo, is he on something or, you know what I'm saying, in the whole nine? Because I never really let people know exactly what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? Um, I started letting people know what I was doing when I was getting tired of being like that. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a point in time in life to where you get tired of doing shit, man. You know what I'm saying? In the whole nine, mainly when, when it doesn't get you no place. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get you my book. I'll give you get you my book. I wrote a book about... I'm interested in that. In, in 2012. Right? I kind of... Okay, let's go. And it's based on my life story. You know what I'm saying? And there was a time that I was spending $2,400 to $2,600 a day for six years straight, you do the math. And that's how much I spent on drugs. Sick, yeah, definitely. Drugs daily? Yes. Hey, I ain't gonna lie, but um, I sold a lot, cause I, but I was my best customer. You know what I'm saying? Cause I had a lot. I had I had a lot. You know what I'm saying in the whole nine, I, and I, I had a lot of money at the time too. I was just doing the wrong things with my money. You know what I'm saying. So, you know, I guess God wanted me to live. You mm. feel me? And He knows that I'm a mouthpiece to the world. So I feel that God let let me live through that. So that and it's oh, wow. based on my life. So that way I could teach people about the mistakes that I made. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully that they won't make them. You know what I'm saying? Later on in life, you know, drugs is easy to get on and they're hard as hell to get off of. How did you cope back then? Because you see, now we live, this is where hip hop is, is now, right? It's cool to, to rap about your addiction. Like people are telling you they're addicted to Zans or Percocets and the fans are like, great, we are too. But back then it was more of the dealers is cool to talk. If, if you're selling the drugs, it's cool to talk in that perspective, but it's never really cool to say, Hey, I'm an addict too. I'm, I'm caught up on some of these drugs. Right. So I'm, I'm guessing maybe that was partly the reason why you were hiding it, but like, how was that dynamic affecting you? Well, let me say this. Back in the days when we used to make drug records, so that way I could teach. Oh. We used to talk about 
selling drugs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And seeing, you know, talking about who can make the most money off of drugs, you know, who's balling, you know what I'm saying? Off of selling drugs, you know what I'm saying? Who was, you know, it, it was a competition thing, you know what I'm saying? To all of the hustlers. But now today's music, it done, we talking about doing drugs. You know what I'm saying? So there's a big change. There's a big change within the music, you know what I'm saying? Or within the lyrics, you know what I'm saying, of our music. You know what I'm saying? And 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 not only that, but it's 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 um giving younger kids the wrong idea. You know what I'm saying? Why you the say whole that? Shit. And the reason why is because younger kids emulate off of what we do. Mm. We used to talk about, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, everything that we do, a younger kid is looking up to us and they're going to want to be like us. You feel me? In the whole nine. So, so a lot of kids today now is, is getting on Xanaxes and Mollies and Percocets and, you know, still got the, got the coke thing going on, you know what I'm saying? We still got the hard rock crack thing going on now today, you know what I'm saying? And the whole nine. People still take crack? Huh? Do people still take crack? What? Come on, crack has been in existence since 1974 and it's gonna always be in existence until we die. You know what I'm saying? I mean- Yeah, I agree with what he's saying. And so, first of all, I just wanna give kudos to Flavor Flay for, um, fighting his addiction and changing his life and realizing that he had a bigger purpose. You know, he does have a, I mean, he has such a vibrant personality and he does have impact. And so it was good for him to share that, but he also made the point of now, you know, the drug addictions are kind of like glorified now, you know, it's not, you know, it's not a look, you don't look down on that. Like people are actually praising that and being more open with, you know, Hey, I can't cope. And so as much as people like to say on the social media, well, the parents need to be the role models. Um, yeah, they are, but, but they also soak up whatever they absorb in their environment. So I feel like he made a good point about that. But and as hi Tamika, as Tamika mentioned facts. So I just want to say kudos to Flavor Flav. And I thought it was just a, a story worth sharing because getting off of drugs is not easy. Getting off of anything, changing any habit. I'm not even gonna go with drugs. Changing any habit is just not an easy feat. It's just not an easy feat. So before we go into our next segment, we're gonna hit you with a little commercial um brought to you by Blueprint Media Company, the Blueprint Media Company. Hey y'all, it's your girl, Miss Michi, checking in with my girl, Renita, from Be Your Own Kind. You know that's my sis. Make sure that you tune in every Thursday to the Blueprint Live at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, live on Facebook and YouTube, and then you can catch me on Florent Radio, Philly Jams 95.3, Indie 101.5, and Mixed Talk Media. And I'm available anywhere that you listen to podcasts, okay, and your radio shows. So get on it, okay, let's do this. I love to connect with you and promote what you got going on. Let's get it. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the Blueprint Live, visit the bpmediacode.com today. Okay, okay, okay. Make sure that you follow my partner at the Blueprint Media Company um, on Instagram at Miss Michi or at the BP Media 
Co. So, so excited. Make sure you check her out. She, she is live on Facebook and YouTube every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. So make sure you check her out. All right, we're going to go into our next segment, which is Kiwi Re. Okay, now we're getting into the, the crazy stuff, but here we go. I don't know if I should have put this in the positive thing, but I knew this was going to happen because Netflix, they have backtracked on their whole, we're going to eliminate the, the account sharing ability. So now they're saying Netflix says strict new password sharing rules were posted in error and will not apply to U.S. users. This sounds like a backtrack to me. I feel like they thought about that thing because most people that are sharing their passwords, password accounts, nine times out of ten don't want to pay for that. And number two, if you do that, that lowers ratings and views because some people just not going to sign up for Netflix. So it sounds like a backtrack and they try to make it seem like it was an error. But they were saying this back in like December. So I'm pretty sure it was purposeful and intentional. And then they thought about that thing. So um, for those people that are out there that are on someone else's Netflix, you still have Netflix. So I'm glad that they backtracked. <laughs> and someone made a point right here in the comments, because uh, I live for the comments that said, best believe every other streaming company was waiting quietly to see what happened with Netflix. Because if this had worked, they all would have tried it too. They would, but like I said, people, the viewership will just lower. It would just lower because the people that are like, so for instance, if people are on my Netflix and I might be on somebody else's stuff. So it's kind of like everybody share their passwords and this is what increases the viewership so i'm glad that they came today since see 2023 is looking good already <laughs> so the next thing with kiwi read that i thought it was hilarious this girl was gifted a, a tesla i was not going to talk about this i couldn't help myself and she was like but i don't like teslas let's get into this because this was hilarious to me okay take your mask off surprise This is your car, girl. You actually don't think. I didn't want a Tesla. I don't want. I don't like electric cars. Wait, I what? For Mercedes Benz, I don't like Tesla. You like? You said you like the electric cars. I said I like Tesla. I said a Mercedes Benz. I don't like. Tesla. Well, you gotta like. This is better than a Mercedes Benz. It's not. I don't want no car that. If I gotta, I gotta charge it for it to work. I didn't want that. Girl, you need to be grateful that you got a damn car. I could have just been walking. I would rather walk in. You will be happy. Right. You, you should be happy. Be grateful. You can put, your, put the keys back in your purse. Oh, and I will. And don't ask me for nothing else. Oh, you're going to be happy with that money. How much is it? Girl, open it up and stop being ungrateful. Because now you're starting to be ungrateful. Well, you ain't got to worry about me I ever again. I said I wanted a Tesla. You, I always told you I wanted a pink Mercedes Benz. Okay, well, I, I couldn't get the Mercedes Benz. So you and got that. This is all you gave me for my sweet 16 and my golden... Girl, do you know how much money that is? That's $1,600 for That's 16. for my sweet 16 and my golden birthday. Well, what did you I want? Did, and then you gave me the truck. I this is the car. It's not the truck. This is the car one. You guys, look. This is unbelievable. Back because why would you do this? This is my sweet 16 and my golden birthday. And you gave me a car I didn't even want. And then you gave me little money. You was being really, really ungrateful. Give this to your mom. Yay! <laughs> I will keep that money. This is ridiculous. 
Deja, get back over here, and I'm not playing. So you really don't want this test room? Electric cars, I don't want to have to charge my car to get on it. You could have kept your gifts okay, and all well, that. I'll take it back or I'll give it to somebody that wanted it. Like, I did not ask for it. Is you serious? Wow. How was this your worst birthday, birthday ever? Did she just? You guys, I am so sorry, and honestly, I'm embarrassed. You, but you I actually <laughs> thought she would be happy. She did say yeah, she was a Mercedes Benz, but I couldn't get her a pink one. So now she always did. Oh, Teslas are nice, so I got her a Tesla. No, no. Well, you guys. Sorry about this. I really thought my daughter would be excited about her new car, but I guess not. So, uh-uh, uh-uh. There are a lot of things wrong with this. Number one, she is totally entitled. Totally entitled. I told you I wanted a Mercedes Benz, and she got sixteen hundred dollars for her birthday. Yes, cousin. Hey, cousin. Yes, yes. This is actually pissing me off. Like, are you serious? There are some kids that don't get anything for any birthday. Not only did you be, you were gifted a brand new Tesla, you were given $1,600 and you saying this is the worst birthday ever? No. Seems like you will be walking. It seems like that. I will be $1,600 richer and me and my son will be going out to eat with your $1,600 in your Tesla. I, and then the mom is like, well, I'm sorry. I don't know what, what type of parent that is. My mama, first of all, the phone would have been on the ground because she would have been choking me. I don't, that is so un ungrateful that I am um, like, I wanted to like skip this, but I was just like, seriously, is this what we doing now? Yes, cousin. I can see how this can make you mad because she really worked hard to make her have like the best birthday. And oh, the, the little girl was just like, no. No, this 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 is not what I wanted. Man, maybe that's why I'm not a mom. Cause I just I just see like stars <laughs> floating before my eyes. Like, are you serious right now? Quit breaking your parents' hearts for no reason, y'all. Stop it, teenagers. I just think teenagers just don't know don't know who they are, and they just don't make sense. They just don't. They just don't. Another thing that kind of didn't make sense to me that I never discredit anybody's story. If she say this is what she is, that is fine. But a lot of people do not believe it. So there is a young woman who came out who claims to be the secret biological child of R. Kelly and Aaliyah. Now, now to be honest, to be fair, no one actually knows what happened to the child that they both had like to be fair um we don't know if the child was actually born we don't know if she had a miscarriage i don't really know i i try not to get into that story because i just think it's just it's just it cringes me so this is what the lady is saying and we're just gonna get into what she's saying and give her the benefit of doubt and see what her story is i just want the world to know i feel like it's she need you guys know how it can get name is love my biological, my given name. Um, I am the biological daughter of Alia Halton and Robert Kelly, R. Kelly. And um, I just want to tell my truth and tell, also tell my mother's truth because I feel like it's time and it's needed. It feel, I feel, but I just want the world to know. I feel like it's, she need, you guys know how it can get name is love um, my biology my given name um that's all she had to say so a lot of people was not feeling it like some people were like nah bro them jeans ain't jeaning 
um y'all playing i thought her mama okay that wasn't nice then they're saying she's lying then they say is it delusional a cloud whatever it is baby if you're gonna be anything be for real then they then they're then people were just making fun of her appearance which wasn't nice but my thing is i mean we never know you know but um i don't see any like genetic resemblance so that's why i was just kind of like eh I don't know. I don't know. But like I said, nobody really know what happened to that baby. Um, so, you know, I don't know. And I'll leave it at that. But I just wanted to share that because that was a key because I was like, what? What? Okay. So I'm going to do a little, um, a little promo. I didn't make one, but I'll do one. So, um, first of all, I would just like to say that BYOK has been killing it the first quarter with our events. We had two virtual events, like, back-to-back. Um, on the last Sunday of January, we had... Um, we had our licensed social worker, Tamika Hill, give us some tips about manifesting. She made everybody accountable, gave everybody attainable goals. And that was that was a bop. Like, it was just so inspirational. And, and everyone is still talking about it. Um, yes, I will advertise and give you all a synopsis of it real soon. Um, also, last Friday, we had a um, an event called, a virtual event called The Love Hour that was hosted by um, Delana Conaway, and she is a love expert, and she was just giving people advice about self-love, um, how how you how you appear to others, because sometimes what we think we are, we our approach does not match how other people are receiving us. And I thought that that was really a really good point. Like you may think that you're assertive and confident, but really you're just pretentious and cocky, and this is why people might just be like you know, shying away from you, like what, what? So, so people may not be receiving you the way that they think that they're, you know, that you're, they're receiving you, but that was one of the things that we were talking about there. So our upcoming, our first in-person event is the Bake and Bond. It will be at a black owned bakery um, in Calumet Park. Um, it's called Cooking with Curves. The class will include baking materials, baking demonstration, and lots and lots of laughs. It is $25 for tickets to cover your materials that you will be cooking with. So I hope to see you guys there. If you are in the Illinois, um, Gary, Maryville, um, Chicago area, I think that covered a lot. I would love for you to come out, to come out and just bake and bond with us. Yes. And um, yeah, so we're going to get into our next um category which is what's the 411 okay okay look i don't know if you guys watch the housewives the real housewives of potomac but i do and this season has been the most i don't know like crazy all over the place people blaming husbands for um cheating and uh karen fighting with sharice and then karen is trying to out uh out robin this is where we're getting at so apparently allegedly juan cheated on um cheated on robin but she didn't want to admit it on the show so here's the thing everybody has this big uproar on twitter no this is not main news but i wanted to talk about it right so <laughs> so so anyway <laughs> So people are like, well, she should be fired because she didn't tell the truth. Like all of them are not transparent and tell the truth all the time on these shows anyway. So I'm like, why are we talking to Robin? Probably because the people are sick of Robin and the people don't like Giselle. Here's the thing. I love Giselle. 
and I love Robin. So maybe this is why I'm advocating for them. So anyway, I went, <laughs> I was trying to mind my business and let it go, but I kept seeing it everywhere. And so it's saying that Robin Dixon grilled by Andy Cohen after keeping Juan Dixon's relationship woes off of the show. So his, his issue is not even the fact that Juan cheated. It's just the fact that he didn't capitalize off of her bad news. And she decided to let everybody know after the show. So I'm just kind of like, okay, he clearly is about the money. So this, um, I I just want to get into what um what she said. Oh, reality so forty. She's forty three years old. Anyway, she told Andy that while she's on real, the reality show where infidelity has been the hot topic of the season and where she played a part in the conversations, she stayed silent about her situation with Juan because the two had handled things before cameras went up. She said it was so in the back of my mind. We dealt with it. We moved on from it. I don't know why I would say, hey, guys, pick me. Let's talk about my issues. It wasn't an issue at the moment when we were filming. It wasn't relevant to where we were in that present time. So this is the issue that people have with Robin. When it did become an issue in that present time, you said nothing. You denied it. Even Juan got on the phone and was angry. And normally when people are angry, when you call like that, they are guilty. So I'm just kind of like, why is he so angry? If he didn't do it, he didn't do it. What are we getting mad about? So, so they're saying, according to Robin, Juan wasn't unfaithful, but was an idiot communicating through direct message with the woman in Canada during the early days of COVID because he was bored and he needed attention. And remember that time she was kind of depressed and low like last season. So this could be this could be why he did that. Not saying he should have, but I'm just saying maybe he was bored because she was kind of de- she was dealing with depression. And so she said they did not date. He did not fly her anywhere, said Robin, noting she would go into more detail about what did go down between the two on Patreon. The platform users would have to pay an additional fee to access. I don't want to know that bad. But she said she had told Juan that she was dating a Baltimore Ravens player. So she was telling him she was flying to Maryland. And he's like, okay, whatever. But somewhere along the way, she gets to Maryland. She's reaching out to him and she's telling him she lost her wallet in the casino and she cannot pay for her hotel room. So he feels bad for her. Apparently, she was really stressed out, really distraught. He feels bad for her. He goes to the hotel, picks her card, puts his card down at the counter or whatever, and that's it. Um, she said it sounded like BS to me when I found out about it, but he was very, you know, I believe him. So she said, we've talked about it a lot and believe what he told me. And so Cohen was like, he didn't let her off the hook and was like, why did she withhold the truth? She says, I didn't withhold it. It's not about withholding information. It was because this information was given last week or the week before on the blog. And my problem was the woman was telling lies and trying to expose us. She was telling lies and I felt like I needed to expose the lies. I don't know how she exposed it if she kept it with herself. So she said, I'm sure Giselle will tell you we're really, 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 really good friends. We talked about it when it happened. So why would she have to bring it up when we're filming when she and I already talked about it? So everybody's wondering, like, because Giselle always has this knack of telling everybody's business. So here's the thing. Giselle can keep a secret. Just Robbins. (laughs) Um, And so because they're friends, because any everything else Giselle brings up on the show. And so um, I knew Giselle knew about it, by the way. She said, we talked about it when it happened. So why would she have to bring it up when filming when she and I had already talked about it? If you want to call it a double standard, maybe. But if the roles were reversed and other people were in the same situation, I would expect other people to do the same thing for their friends. I, I mean, it just seems like the only real friends are Robin and Giselle. 
Like, and they're friends for real. Like, they're friends off camera. Like, that's what I'm starting to believe. And so, you know, um, there were other allegations about Juan that were brought up on the season. Karen Huger claiming that Juan, that Juan had a blonde girlfriend who he was holding hands with. On the show, Robin laughed that off. Both her and Juan denied that woman existed. So this is what she denied. She said, a blonde in Georgetown is not the same as a woman on the other side of Canada. I have never heard that in my life. Um, I don't think that anybody brings all their personal lives to the show. I agree. Has Karen brought whatever she had going, whatever she had really going on to the show? That is true. When when her husband was going through their tax issues, it was really hush hush. It was really hush hush. And this is what I don't understand what these shows kind of highlight. I mean, it's great to watch. You know, I like the drama. I'm not gonna lie. But does it really exhibit a sisterhood? You know, like these people are contractually stuck with each other, <laughs> you know, and then they air out and then they piss each other off, you know, for a couple of months and then they take a break and then do it all over again. So, like I said, I just don't know. Like, all these women have been through something with their husbands and yet everyone's just so excited to out each other. But I guess it wouldn't be good TV if they didn't do that. So, I don't know. How do you guys feel? Do you feel like she, you know, should have shared that information? I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's her information you know what i'm saying so anyway and so um so the the chick did go online and she was just like well you know she's lying robin's lying we had a whole conversation and blah 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 so i don't know people are really going back and forth on that but here is the good news because this is what i'm all about this year I just want to highlight the good news. I just wanted to give the background of that because they still got married. Let's just scroll down. They still got married, and it is such a beautiful family. And here's the thing. If if things are squashed and if you could protect your family as much as you can, do that. So the, the blonde that was brought up on the show apparently wasn't real, but there was some girl in Canada, receipts, whatever, they worked it out. Here's the thing about relationships. As long as those two people have an understanding, I mean, who are we to say anything? If she forgave him, I feel like everybody else should. And this is why people should mind their business. <laughs> because you sometimes you get so involved in other people's stuff, and they've been uh, moved on, get back with that person, and you're still sitting in the corner pouting and upset. So I just feel like, to each his own, if they're in love, if they're married, if they're in a relationship, congratulations to them. You know, because only one thing about Karen, I mean, Karen, about Robin and Juan, you could say that they handled their relationship their way. So I just want to congratulate them. Be your own kind. Live your own life. I mean, they clearly do not care about any, any allegations. <laughs> so the um, the next thing in what's the 411 before we get into the topic, because I just want to go through this pretty quickly because it was just so many Grammy things. First of all, did you even watch the Grammys? I was supposed to have a light behind me. Oh, well. Did you even watch the Grammys? I did not. I did not watch the Grammys at all. First of all, I forget about them. And then I'm like, well, I could just watch the highlights on, on Instagram, right? Okay. That's a little lazy. But anyway, there was apparently a hip-hop tribute that I would have loved to see. Right here, you see the baby. Um, it went from the backwards. Uh, so we had uh, Glorilla. Then it looks like we got... That's a weird, that is a weird image, but that's Busta Rhymes like a really fast look, look. Y'all be talking about like Cardi B, Nikki. This is, this was my female, like I love Queen Latifah, love her. 
and I love you and I see and this is a little baby. So basically they had uh, tributes from like the past hip hop into present hip hop. So I thought that was kind of cool. A lot of people felt like little Kim and um Nicki Minaj should have been a part of that. I mean, they are a part of hip hop, so it is weird that they weren't there, but it was still a good show. Um, and everybody was talking, like talking about it. So I might have to catch that on YouTube. And then we have Gorilla. First of all, I just want to highlight this because she looks amazing. And I just like Gorilla because she's her. And we just love people that's themselves, right? So let's get into Miss Viola Davis, who now is EGOT, an EGOT winner, which means she has an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. So let's get into her speech because that is everything. It's been such a journey. I just EGOT. <laughs> It has just been such a journey. I just EGOT. Yeah, so I was drinking water. So congratulations to Miss Viola Davis. She definitely, definitely deserved that. She is such a hard worker. Another, a matter of fact, another thing that made me tear up that I didn't even watch, but I watched it on Instagram, was when Lizzo won her award. Like, first of all, before I get into this, Lizzo is everything. I've talked about her a couple of times on the podcast. Like, I have, and what, and I know everybody wants to say she's using, I read something today that she's using her weight as a disability, whatever, whatever, whatever. She is herself. She is herself. She is still, she sings about positivity in a world where they sing about everything else, and she has stayed true to herself. And she is showing that you could still be you and still get the accolades, you know, and that's what I love about her is that you see what you get. You know what I'm saying? So let's get into her, um, her speech and I, hopefully I don't tear up. Grammy goes to Lizzo for about damn time. You're so pretty. Wait, this song is steady going. I do not want them to tag to get me. You know, YouTube is gonna get you. Let me wait for her to get up. Look at Taylor. Stop the song. Okay. Let me tell you something. Me and Adele having a good time, just enjoying ourselves, just rooting for our friends. So this yeah, is an amazing crazy. night. This is so unexpected. Um. Okay, now that I'm up here and I'm calm, I want to dedicate this award to Prince, my little sister. Um, when we lost Prince, I decided to dedicate my life to making positive music. And um, <laughs> I was like, I don't care if my positivity bother you, what's wrong with you? Everybody <laughs> crying. And this was at a time when positive music and feel good music wasn't mainstream at that point. And I felt very misunderstood. I felt on the outside looking in, but I stayed true to myself because I wanted to make the world a better place. So I had to be that change to make the world a better place. Um, <laughs> and now I look around and there's all these songs that are about loving our bodies and feeling comfortable in our skin and yes. good. proud to be a part of it because in a world where there's a lot of darkness and a lot of
<laughs> um, I'd like to believe that not only can people do good, but we just are good. We are good inherently. And anybody at home who feels misunderstood or on the outside looking in like I did, just stay true to yourself because I promise you, you will find people, you will attract people in your life who believe in you and support you. I wanna thank y'all for believing in me and supporting me. Blake and Ricky Ree, producers of this record. Nice Life Atlantic, Julie Craig, Full Stop, Kevin Alana, Team Lizzo, my team, my rock, my family, my mama, my sister, my brother, my daddy, my man who holds me down. And lastly, because I feel like there's so many goaded artists since my last time up here, Beyonce, whoo. In the fifth grade, I skipped school to see you perform. <laughs> my sister, she got me out of school. It was literature. I'm good. And um, where are you at, Beyonce? My eyes are wet. <laughs> you changed my life. You, you sang that gospel medley. And the way you made me feel, I was like, I want to make people feel this way with my music. So thank you so oh. much. You clearly are the artist of our lives. I love you. God bless y'all. I love that. I love that because she is just her. She is just her. And that is what this is all about. And even I am learning on an individual journey that people will people will just love you for just being you. Like she's not trying to be anybody else. She's not trying to to be a rapper, singer. I don't even, I don't even know what category Lizzo actually is in. You know what? She's in Lizzo category. And she is the epitome of being your own kind. And people have came at her weight. People have came at what she said. People have just come come at her for what she wears and everything. And I just I don't know. I don't know. She totally deserved that Grammy. Like I seen that speech and I still like tear up. Just tear up over it. Speaking of Beyonce, <laughs> apparently she came late. Hello? Oh, I don't know what happened. Apparently she came late to the Grammys and she wasn't even allowed to be late. Like she was kind of put on the spot here. And I don't know if she appreciated it. There's no way you don't get to Oh, uh, we can't hear it as low. And celebrate that. And the queen is officially in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Beyonce knows. Oh, I can't really hear it. Thank you so much. So basically he was saying I just found out that traffic had got you and basically you travel through time or whatever. But as you can see, she doesn't really look that comfortable in that. So I'm just like, how come she just couldn't slide in and be late like everybody else? And so a lot of people felt like she was snubbed for album of the year for Renaissance, but then people were saying like some of the voters just didn't vote for Beyonce because Beyonce has like over 30 Grammys. And so I'm like, that's not what that's supposed to be about. I think it's actually supposed to be about you know um like your talents and you winning but i guess that's that's not the case so anyway um that's all i have to say about the Grammys <laughs> for for what i did not watch but before we get into um get into our topic of the night hopefully you guys were able to hear that it looks like my my computer went on mute there for a minute um but uh oh 
I am not sharing it. Okay. The time is catching up with me. All right. So on March 10th, which is actually March 10th through March 12th, um, one of my friends who is over Chrysalis for Girls, which is a not-for-profit that helps to empower young girls, but she is out here trying to empower women as well. Not trying. She is empowering. She's saying, grab your girls, get your tickets, book your room. BYOK will be in the building all weekend. And this is at the Hilton at the McCormick Place. It's called Power Her Women's Conference. Yes, grab your tickets. I'm actually on Eventbrite. If you type in Power Her, it will pop up. It is just all the things going on. It's going to be workshops. It's going to be a gala. It's going to be singing. It's going to be live entertainment. It's going to be food. It's going to be a pajama party afterward. It's just a weekend of just kicking it with your girls and relating and just sitting back and not being responsible for about anything but your happiness and yourself so make sure that you go to eventbrite once again type in power her um she has all the links for all the things that you need how to book the hotel how to become a sponsor how to register to be a vendor all of those all of those great things so make sure that you grab your tickets now while they last so super excited i'm super excited about that yes all right so i don't know if i should do the last thing you know what let's just get into the topic hey lovelies now it's time for the topic of the night all right all right so as i said earlier this is the theme this is the theme of the month and it's love see my earrings it's love and so when i was thinking about what was love like that's such a uh i don't know like a packed question for me like what actually is love you know and so when i was thinking of how can i define it and how can you know i'm in canva like what can i do i was thinking like man first corinthians 13 chapter like and it's not the whole chapter but it's a couple of verses and it's just talking about the whole thing is about love but like the breakdown of what love is is what i felt was the best definition of love and these are things that we practice on or things we forget about whatever and i feel like even though this um scripture is based on like it's usually read for marriages usually about relationships and things of that sort um, what about us like taking all of this and applying it to self as well? Because I'm told that and I'm and it, not told that, but I realize that everything starts with self. You know what I'm saying? So if we show ourselves these things, it would be easy for us to exhibit it to others. Right. And for others to to mirror how we treat ourselves. And so um, when I saw patience, like I know patience is one of my things with myself or anything, you know, kindness, not self-seeking, not boastful, does not keep records of wrong. That actually resonated with me because I'm just like, I'm like, I can sit and I can think about who wronged me. I could think about how I wronged me and who wronged this person, but it's no record. It's no record keeper of wrongs. And really, when, when you say what is love, God is love. And so that made me think of that as well. You know, he does not keep records of our wrong. He is slow tempered. He is kind. He is patient, you know. But um, if like rejoices in truth, perseveres, is trusting, protecting, unfailing. Love, love can be, it's just so many, 
so many avenues of it, right? Like love for yourself, um, the love that you, you know, you feel from God or, or your higher being, or the love that you feel from your parents or from your spouse or from your friends, like all of this can be applied. And so I thought this was just like, just so on point about what love is, you know, like what, what do you think love is like, how, what are these things that are important to you in a relationship, you know, that you would like to be shown or things that you would like to, to work on, you know, because I feel like forgiveness is like the biggest thing, you know, with, with love. Like I, I love you and you did, you did say a thing to me and now I have to forgive you and not keep record of what you did. Now, here's the thing. Even though you are forgiving someone, that doesn't mean that you have to hop back in that relationship too or friendship or whatever. It's like I acknowledge what you did. I'm going to forgive you because forgiveness is for self. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to forgive you for this, but I'm going to set a boundary here because now you told me that I I can let you go this far. Or it could be so bad where I'm just not going to let you in my space at all. But that doesn't mean I don't love you. That's the thing. I think that we, we think of love as... Like it is unfailing. I'll love you forever, but that doesn't mean I have to allow you so close in my space too. But anyway, that's another subject. So I just, I just, I'm just excited about February period because I just, I just love love. I'm one of those people that just, that just love love. And so um, as I was like looking through these definitions, because if you follow me on social media, I have this all over the place. And then I was thinking of my friend, like she's always talking about like, love languages like love languages and i'm just like what on earth is that why is everybody always making a big deal over that but this has like been relevant for a really long time you know how things trend and you're just like okay whatever like this has been something that has been around for a really really long time i'm trying to find it where is it slides let me see there we go there we go and so nope that is not what i'm looking for what? There we go. All right. Talking about love language, like what is your love language? So I finally took the test that I've been asked to be take to take for years and quality time was actually my love language. I thought that was so different, right? Because quality time is something that I actually struggle with, you know, like giving, you know, and it's weird that that is something that actually makes me feel loved. But I feel like just because I'm learning that we might not know how we like to receive love because we might not have been giving the love that we should have received growing up. You know what I'm saying? Like we might not, we might've had parents that were more about gift giving or words of affirmations or doing or buying you this and buying you that when all you really just wanted was quality time was to someone to read a book with you or somebody to hear about your day. So just because we were, we were like given certain other types of love that doesn't like, it doesn't mean that that was what was fulfilling us, you know? And that's why I like, like when I was reading over love languages and what they were, I like the fact that it was almost like giving people a roadmap of, of how to treat each other, but also how to treat yourself. So in order for you to learn anything about you or how you want to be treated, you have to practice with yourself. And so it's like, okay, if quality time is my thing, then I need to learn how to give myself my undivided attention. 
meaning getting off of social media, meaning spending some time with myself, getting to know myself, doing a puzzle, uh, playing a game, like just sitting, spending quality time with myself. And the more that I can do that, the more I can teach others how to treat me and the more I can actually perfect that with others, you know what I'm saying? Or perfect whatever their love language is. But like I said earlier, everything believes with self. Like if you have taken this test, like what is your love language? I would love to um to know about it. So put it in the comments, please. And so while we're waiting, while we're doing that, I think we're going to, you know what, go through the love languages, which I know all six of these are on here, y'all. Oh, okay. I figured it out. <laughs> so words of affirmation are one, um, which I thought mine's words was verbal expressions of love, appreciation, and encouragement. This is a segue to what I wanted to do anyway. Like I love affirmations. I have them all around, all around me, all around me. And so I started selling affirmation cards because it's like a little life coach in your pocket, right? And so my vendor is Affirmation Darling, which I wanted to actually promote and say that you guys should go there. Basically, this is a couple that was once homeless and then they started a business to to encourage others. And every time you purchase something from them, which is why I got a, a nice order from them, it goes to someone else that is homeless. So um, their their Instagram is Affirmation Darlings, if you want to know what it is. And so there was something on this mailer that I just wanted to read when they said, you are a warrior on the inside and a darling on the outside. You are a revolution revolutionizer who reaps when everyone is sowing. You are wiser than yesterday and enough for tomorrow. You are custom made and successful in your own skin. You are gentle yet powerful, authentic yet intelligent. You are built for big with no room for daydreams. You are resilient and an affirmer of optimism. You are an affirmation darling. I thought that that was just so, so cool. So cool. And so we are selling this in our store. Um, this is for $20. And the, uh, can you see with the light? Move light. From the ah, here we go. These are the cards, and they're $20. And they're they're kind of cool because they look different. One of them are like this. This is like waterproof, and it's saying, trust, trust the timing, which is so important to trust your timing. You know what I'm saying? So I thought that this was just a nice um company to vend from, and I just wanted to share their story and in hopes to get them on my podcast to interview them because I would love to learn more about their story and more about their event. So that is my shameless plug for tonight. Anyway, so back to back to the next um, love language is quality time, giving another person your undivided attention. Do you know what that means? That means you're not looking down on your phone. You're not watching TV. You're you're listening, like active listening to what they're saying so that you can actually respond like like accordingly, you know, or just know not to respond at all. And it's just the person that want to get something off of their chest, like quality time. When do we actually spend quality time like with ourselves or with like others? Like when do we really just unplug and just spend that time and be cognizant of our surroundings, of 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 the light over there or the computer screen over there? Like when are we just 100% present? And I feel like sometimes um, due to this social media era that it's hard to stay present because even when you're trying to stay present, you got your phone, ting, 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 and you're trying to figure out, you know, uh, who's sending you notifications. Like now my ringer is off. Oh my God. You know, as soon as I get off of this, I promise you the first thing that I'm going to do is go to my phone. We're programmed to go to our phones, you know, and is 
that really that's you're spending quality time with your phone but when are you spending that quality time with you to sharpen you or to sharpen others so it's really important to to stop that all of the distractions and just stop and just plug and connect sometimes if that makes sense so um yeah that that that's my love language so that's that's what i'll be practicing <laughs> physical touch connection through appropriate physical touch sexual or non-sexual you ever met a person that just want to hug you all day <laughs> my mom is like that like she is a hugger you know she she wants to hug you when you in the morning hug you in the afternoon hug you at night but it just feels so warm like i love my mother's hugs but that is something that makes that is how she show love and i believe that's how she likes to receive love there are people that just love to hug love to touch love to just pat you on the shoulder and if you are a person that don't like to be touched it could be a little um Oh no, intrusive, but there are people that just love, love to hug. So that's a physical touch. Or is your is yours acts of service, which is selfless, thought, thoughtful acts that make a person's life easier. So it's just so it's just like saying, Hey, man, my feet hurt for today. And then all of a sudden the person just massages your feet. Or if it's um I'm having trouble getting groceries, the next thing you know, somebody sent you groceries through Instacart. Acts of service is basically doing like seeing that there's a need and doing it without ever having to ask, ask that person. So there are people like that that just see a need and just and just give it to you because they know that that would make you happy and it would bring ease to your life. And then the last one is receiving gifts tangible tokens of love and thoughtfulness now we're gonna be honest thoughtfulness is spelled wrong number one number two <laughs> number two i really thought this was my um this was my love language i love it when someone i mean it's 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 percentages in the love language but my highest percentage is quality time and receiving gifts is like third on the list whatever and so I really thought that I love receiving gifts. I do. I actually do. But I feel like maybe as I'm getting older, quality time, you know, is at the top of the list. But on the third of the list, I love when someone thinks of me and I get like a little trinket in the mail or a little letter or a postcard or just little things make me happy. You know, they're going to give me a little trinket and I'll be like, oh, my God, like this is this is on subject, but off subject. But do you guys know those? those things let me let me take this down do you know those things that's like in the car lot and it goes Ugh. so i come home one day and this is sitting on the desk look at this this is so cool it's like a miniature car lot thing this little thing made my day because he he saw something online that he knew i thought would be amazing and it is just so cool so anyway I do like little things like that. And I think in the most part, even if you don't know your love language or you haven't taken the test, the the basis of it is people like to be thought about. Even though these are, yes, yes, I love just because gifts. <laughs> you know, because it's 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 just the trinket of being thought about. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, whether you know your love language whether I do say I do suggest everyone take the you know take the test. Let me see if I can find the link. Y'all know how I am with searching on Google. But um, let me see love language language test just to see and and have your friends and your family and your loved one take it and maybe that'll help you know better explain how they like to receive and give love you know. But like I said, whether you take this or not, 
It's just thinking of somebody. It's just being thoughtful. Everybody wants to be thought about, <laughs> whether they admit it or not. Even the most angriest person, if you if you do something where they feel like you thought about them, it would just warm them warm their heart and just change change everything about them. You know what I'm saying? Um, at least for that moment. And so the last question I have is, in what ways can you show love to others? Well, we kind of just said that, you know, just thinking about somebody, if you see a need, not asking, you know, just, just doing it or just calling somebody, you know, I feel like sometimes we overcomplicate the simplest things, just picking up a phone and just calling somebody, which, which I will be honest, I learned as I grew up, I didn't know the importance of a phone call until now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't understand, you know, when I was younger, my grandma was like, just, just, just let me, just let me know you're alive. Let me just hear your voice. And now it's like at 39, it's like, dang, I wish I could call her and hear her voice, you know, like things like that. So it's like, it's, it's just as simple as like a phone call. It's just as simple as just a text, seeing how somebody is doing. You know, it's not that complicated. We, we feel like everything that come with love has to be this big gargantuan, roses on i mean that stuff is nice but just being thought about just being thought about just listening to somebody that's having a bad day maybe not saying anything or or that pay it forward we talk about talked about earlier in the store you know like where somebody behind you you pay for their their coffee or something just making somebody's day love is very simple. It only gets complicated. Well, some things do get complicated with love, but we're just talking about simple giving, giving of love and just telling somebody we love them. One of the things that irk me the most is um, sometimes at funerals where people are getting up over a corpse and telling them they were amazing. They were this, they were that, but they never got the chance to tell them this when they were alive. Give people their flowers while they can smell them. Like, I know that's cliche, but that is for real. If somebody means something to you or have, have made an impact on your life, let them know, let them know. And you don't know how that's going to encourage them because people that do give a lot, they do get weary because they don't know if they're making a difference. You know, they don't know. But if you let somebody know that they're making a difference, it it, it could just make somebody's whole world. You know, um, so many people have reached out to me with Be Your Own Kind, especially when I be disappearing. Like, where are you? Do you know how that pushes me to keep going? Because you don't know what a person's going to. All silence is not. Um, someone being shady or somebody's hating or somebody's mad. Some people go in silence because they're they're silently dealing with things. And you never know how you can make or break a person's life by just being kind. So um, I think I'm going to end it there. <laughs> and do you guys have any comments or questions or anything that you want to share about the topic or anything in this show? Oh, wait a minute. If you um if you don't want to put it in the chat, you can always chat me on the website because it's connected to my phone. And when people are on there, I'm afraid to say hello to people on the phone. They're like on, on the website. I did that once and I think I scared somebody off. But if you chat me, <laughs> you want to talk, let me know. I also have like a link for a coffee chat if you want to just talk for 30 minutes and just just get to know each other. I also have that option. So 
Um, yes, so this is the end of our show. This was a really good show. Yes. And um, thank you for watching the show. You could have been anywhere, anywhere tonight, but you have decided to spend time with me. And like I said, I'm going for Tuesdays, but if I can't make Tuesdays, then I'll just announce it. I'll, but I'll let you know seven days in advance. Um, a good way to know is to subscribe to the YouTube channel or follow me on Facebook, and it'll already be posted in events and everything so you can know when I'm going live. Um, and until next time, don't forget to be kind to yourself. Oh, I got a comment. Wait a minute. Um, everybody, Yes, everybody wants to be valued. That is, that is such a true statement. Everybody wants to be valued because we all have value, but sometimes we need a, we need a reminder, right? We need a reminder. And so why not be that reminder? I love that. I love that. I love that. And thank you all. Thank you all for being a part of the show. And if Lord's willing and schedule willing, I will be back here next Tuesday. And we'll talk about relationships. I'm going to try to see if I can get some people, some guests on here with me next Tuesday. So we could talk about different aspects of relationships and things of that sort. Because I think it would be cool to have different perspectives besides mine. So uh, until next time, everybody have a good night and I will see you next week. Bye-bye.